Let me bang you, I do let you bang Let me bang you, I let you bang I let you bang Greetings, Marys and Virgins. Go for Jesus! No for Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with one of my favorite people in the whole world. She's fun. She's beautiful. She's a great fighter. She's she's lucky. She's from Alaska. Um, how you doing, Lauren? What's going on? I'm good, man. Thanks. That's a that's a lot of things that I am. Yes, you are. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you probably left a few out too. <laughs> Absolutely. You look you look great, by the way. Um, what's new? Man, uh, fuck a lot of shit. Um, we opened up a couple businesses out here in Texas. I opened up a Deep End Fitness in Houston. Uh, Joe just opened up a Henzo Gracie. We're working on opening up another Henzo Gracie before the end of the year. Um, I've been going out and training with uh, John Danaher out in Austin a little bit. So that's been cool. Um, Getting ready for a jujitsu competition coming up in a couple weeks. We got a vacation planned. All kinds of shit. Yeah, we got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, I see you diving. Uh, I didn't know that that's like your business. I thought that was just like a hobby you were doing. Yeah, no, it's my business. So we brought it out here to Houston and uh it's it's badass, man. It's a really cool thing. How do you open up a like a pool and aren't you worried about people drowning? Like how do you do that? Um a lifeguard. I went and got my lifeguard cert- certification. So <laughs> it's wow. my job to make sure they don't drown. Yeah. <laughs> and how deep is the pool? 13 feet. Fuck. 13 feet pool. You go there and to people like so if I want to learn how to scuba dive or I want to learn how to snorkel better or just swim better. I come to your place and like learn that. Yeah. We don't teach like scuba diving really, but we teach a lot of like just to get comfortable in the water, get a really good workout, get in shape. Um, we, we like really practice a lot of things that increase CO2 tolerance. Um, yeah. So like your conditioning will get really high. Your CO2 tolerance will get really high. Your water confidence will get really high. And that tends to make people confident in other areas of their life, but especially like athletes, especially in sport, it's really done a lot for my conditioning. So I'm pumped. So you don't get tired anymore. I don't get tired anymore. (laughs) Wow. That is amazing. That's amazing. I never even thought about that. Like how that could help in MMA. Oh, a lot of fighters like already swim for their camps. A lot of fighters kind of know this, that like swimming and being in the water is like one of the best forms of cardio you can do, especially for grappling or fighting, because it's a full body workout. It obviously limits your intake of oxygen. So it's like um, the it's the best thing that you can do. And it's low impact. So a lot of fighters love it in the first place because you can do it without getting injured. And then it it really, really increases like um your um like oxygen exchange in your body you know um but so other fighters have been doing deep end fitness for a long time we just didn't have one in houston until i started it and so me and another guy he he like uh swam in the navy he's a, he's been swimming his whole life like he's a blue belt in jujitsu like 
he wanted to start one as well. And so um, we started it together. His name's Diego. But there's other fighters like Alima Lay McFarlane, Dominic Cruz, Liz Carmouche. They all do deep end fitness. So you like go out and you find you scout places. So you're looking for like pools going out of business. <laughs> no, I mean, if we found one going out of business and they let me buy it, I would hop on that so fast. But actually, we just like rent the pool space. So we just rent oh. it a couple hours from the pool and then we get everybody in there. So, oh, okay. yeah, it's it's pretty easy. It's like it's pretty easy to set up. It's it's a lot of fun. I like I really like it. I get people sign a waiver saying if you drown, you can't sue me. Yeah, we do. We have a waiver. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty simple like that. <laughs> That's amazing. Have you had anybody yeah. ask you if they want to shoot like porn in the pool or anything? Like crazy? Nobody's asked me yet, but I knew as soon as you and I started talking about this, I knew it would probably come up on this podcast. Of course. <laughs> no, thanks for, by the way, speaking of porn, Bill, you show up to a, a professional podcast with your shirt off wearing like a bowling shirt. Like, like what is wrong with you? Um, but, is by it the, the way, bowling shirt or is the fact that I showed up late? Uh, so you're late, by the way, late. This is Bill Dawes, by the way. Uh, Lucky Lauren Murphy uh, fought for the title. Rank number, what are you rank number two now? Number three? What are you? No, rank? I think uh, I just lost to Andrade. So I think I'm like number seven now. They kicked me down pretty far. That's uh, all right. Uh, Bill Dawes is a, a black belt in jujitsu and he's on like four shows. He's on a show right now where he shaved his head to play a, a, a psychopath. Uh, congratulations on that. Um, <laughs> and then I saw what's a video. Yeah, what's the show? What would I shave my head for? Yeah. Well, there's a show on HBO called The Other Two. Have you heard about it? It's the Lauren Michaels show. No. I, I j basically just played like Jeff Bezos, but like uh, like a billionaire with plastic surgery. It's it, it was it was small. I was like, can I wear a ball cap? They're like, no, you're an actor. You don't have decisions. Oh wow! Shave your head. That's still pretty well. It's grown back. At first, I was worried about you. I was like, "Oh man," uh, <laughs> but it looks good. It looks good. Uh, Lauren, were you surprised that Andrade lost her next fight to Jean? Yeah, yeah, I thought she would look better than that. I think, well, because who did she fight in between? She fought somebody like on short notice. In between, um, she fought some. Oh, she fought Aaron Blanchfield after she yeah. fought me. And Aaron just smoked her. And I was like, man, look like Andrade didn't even train for that fight. I was like, look like she just came off a of vacation feeling all good because she just had a great performance against me. And then she fought Jan. I was like, oh, this would be a great fight. And uh, that 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 chick, Jan Shanon, or yeah. however you say her name, she's really fucking good. So, yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, you always when people beat you, you're always like, fuck, I hope they go on to win forever. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But, like, whatever. It's fucking MMA. It's all good. Like, it's it's fine. Oh. What about do you think you had an off day with her or off night, or do you think you can beat her normally? Yeah, I think if you had a fight 10 times, I mean, you'd have 10 different results. Like, I think I definitely did not have a performance that I'm like capable of, you know, in that fight for sure. Just kind of, um, yeah, I just had some trouble making some adjustments and um, ended up getting really, really unfocused. I feel like when I'm focused though, when I'm, when I'm having a good day, like, I'm really hard to beat. But in that fight, I just kind of lost it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> what makes you lose your focus? Sorry. Um, I was a little like I was I had a lot of trouble like adjusting to her height. And then I was like fighting going backwards. Like I remember going out there to start the fight and um, like 
I was like, cool, I'm going to like find myself. I'm going to dance around. I'm going to get really comfortable out here. And it kind of gave her an opportunity to just start coming forward. And that's terrible. That was a bad choice on my part, yeah. you know? And so I started like fighting, going backwards and I could just never get my rhythm back. Every time I came forward, it was like she didn't move. And then every time she came forward at me, I had a lot of trouble like adjusting to her height and getting her timing. So she was coming forward so well. And then I was backing up and my, my, my posture was getting really tall and um, she loves that. That's like Andrage's perfect fight. That's how she not like, that's how she knocks everybody out. Right. Is she gets them backing up and she gets them tall and, it just so happens, like, I have a head full of rocks, so it's hard to knock me out. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, hard to knock me out. But, uh, you know, like, she did a really good job of backing me up and getting me out of position. And um, if you can't adjust to a fight like that, then it's going to end up looking, like, like pretty one-sided, you know? Were you surprised that uh, Valentina lost? No, actually, I thought I really thought uh, Grosso had a really, really good chance. I thought Grosso had probably the best chance of all the contenders. Like she's so comfortable boxing and her cardio is so good. She never, ever gets tired. She, like she never gets out of position. Her hands never come away from her face. It's really hard to like shake her or get her out of her element, you know, and um, she like wasn't afraid of Valentina going in there. She's like just as fast as Valentina. And, um, yeah, I was actually, I thought Grosso had a really good chance. That was crazy. I, I was pretty, I was shocked, but Valentina, I feel like has been cl cl close to losing for a while. It was yeah. Only, and I feel like the, you know, people make these, you know, it's kind of like with not how John Jones fought his last time, but like, it was like guys were slowly getting closer and closer to beating him, you know, mm -hmm. or Anderson Silva, because you, people make these people out to be such gods or females to be such gods that like it becomes almost bigger than the actual fighter. Um, yeah. So by the way, congrats on your husband starting a jujitsu. So he started his own school. Yeah. Well, it's a Henzo Gracie, but he's the head instructor mm -hmm. and like the owner of the school. So nice. yeah. Now, where is it? Yeah. Where is it? it? It's in Pearland, Texas. So right outside Houston, it's like in South Houston. I know you guys are thinking, Adam, how do you have so much energy? You just go, 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 go. I'll tell you, our next partner is AG1, which is the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. Now, I gave AG1 a try because I was feeling run down. I'm like, ugh, can't do this with the kid and the wife and the career and just nonstop. Go, go, go. But I'm telling you, I am feeling so great. I got I got a boost in energy. I, I, I feel better. Uh, my support system in my body, just, it just, it, it tastes great. And I feel great. And I drink AG1 in the morning before working out, doing my fight camp. And it makes me feel unstoppable, ready to take on the whole day. Come on day, bring it, bring it people. Okay. So I support this. I'm all for it. Okay. A lot of our athletes drink AG1. Okay. Uh, and cause I know it's important for, for these fighters to take care of their bodies not including Kelvin Gastelum. I'm kidding. Kelvin does it too. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five, that's right, five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash MMA roasted. That's drinkag1.com forward slash MMA roasted. Check it out.
Okay. And then how do you like get people to come? Oh, everybody knows Joe. Everybody knows that he's a really good instructor. And we've, we've been in the jujitsu scene here a long time. And like, he's been teaching for a long time at other Henzo Gracie schools. And so, um, I mean, we'll, they'll advertise and stuff like they'll advertise through social media and they'll advertise with flyers and, um, word of mouth is super powerful, but mostly everybody kind of already knows who he is and really enjoys the way that he teaches. I thought you're, you're getting better looking with age, by the way. This is good. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I'm like a fine wine, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. Good, good work. Good work. Uh, everyone still gets mad at me because I made the joke about how, like, you know, Lauren Murphy, you know, she was on heroin, this and that, and then she blah, 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 and then she did this and that, and now she's ranked number three in the world. So if you want to succeed, do heroin, right? So I like yeah. hilarious. It's a good I think point. That's such a good joke. And people are like, <laughs> not funny to make fun of somebody. I'm like, the girl who I'm making fun of is laughing. It's like, not cool. <laughs> I like, know. like, I went to high school with Lauren, and that was not, not and I didn't like it when she and I'm like, leave me alone. Like I like yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I'm when I'm taking jujitsu and I roll with someone who like is super strong and super focused and they're kind of new and they give me trouble, I'm like this is an ex junkie who's now clean and they're putting all <laughs> their focus into jujitsu. You can tell there's an energy that people like with addictive personalities have. So you're kind of right, Adam, like people, yeah. the people who are going to be addicted to, to heroin are going to be the people who are going to be UFC champions too. It's right. not uncommon. Yeah, it's, no a drive. it's an addiction to something, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, Lauren is like, jacked and just the sweetest human being. And the, I, I liked her the first time I met her. I liked her. She was in the crowd and I was like, uh, you know, who likes it when guys come in their face? And she's like, me, me. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I know my husband's back there like, yes. <laughs> he was so funny. <laughs> I was like, this is my, this is, this is my new. So the fights this week, we got some big fights coming up uh, this Saturday night. We got Volkanovski versus Yair Rodriguez. Lauren, who do we like in this fight? Volk. It's hard to pick against Volk, huh? He's another yeah. one of those where it's like, God, he's just going to keep winning and winning and winning. And like, when who's going to beat him, you know? But um, I don't know if, I think Yair's got a good chance, but I think Ilya Tapura's got the best chance. Dude, that guy came out of nowhere. I was like, there's no one beating Bryce Mitchell. My my, my dad got so mad because my dad's like, I want to place a bet. Who's your lock? I'm like, this guy, <laughs> Bryce Mitchell, he's 15 and 0. He's got like, Southern weird strength trailer park. Yeah, he does. I'm That's like, like the only thing comparable to an addict is like the farm boy strength. I'm yeah. like, there's no one comes close to him. And then that dude just beat the shit out of him. And then he, where did that guy come from? Like, have you known about that guy for a while or? No, mm -mm. I don't. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Just a bad motherfucker. Oh my God. What promotion did he come from? Do you know the promotion he came from? I, I don't even, I think the guy's from like Spain. I don't know where he's even from. Uh -huh. He's just a monster. And uh, he's just does everything perfect. He's one of these guys, everything he does. <laughs> You're like, man. So Volkanovski, uh, and then uh, Bill, who do we like this week? Uh, Volkanovski for sure. I mean, I feel like he is, for some reason, I feel like he's always underrated. Like at yeah. this point, he's, I mean, he's pound for pound, probably the best fighter right now, right? He, I mean, he is. Well, he, he lost to Islam, but I thought he won against Islam. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's know. just because he's he, he's Russian with an Australian accent. People just get confused by his brand, and they think he's going to lose. <laughs> Probably, you know what I mean. Uh, like if he had like a Russian accent, people are like, oh, don't fuck with him. But he's like, hey guys, all right. <laughs> 
Dude, I saw a video of him though playing with his two daughters, and it just something about these guys that are like family guys just seems yeah. super focused. When you see guys partying and having fun and at the club and popping bottles, you just know yeah. it's a matter of time before this is not going to work out for them. Um, 100%. Except for John Jones, seems to be the only guy that can make that work. <laughs> yeah. uh, is he still is he still partying? Is John Jones still partying? I mean, I don't know if he ever stopped. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like McGregor is a perfect example of like, you just can't do it. It's just when you see the, these other guys with the, with their kids at home and they're making breakfast and they're getting up and they got a wife. You're just like, there's something different about it. It's just yeah, like, for sure. Super relaxed and, and, and focused. Uh, Moreno versus Pantoja. I didn't realize Pantoja beat him twice. Because at first I thought this was going to be a you know a cakewalk for Moreno. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Has has anyone ever beat you twice, Lauren? Uh, I don't even think I've ever fought anybody twice. Yeah, because sometimes people think that the other the that Moreno would have the advantage because he lost twice, and the other guy thinks, well, I beat him twice, and this and that. But this Pantoja kid's something special, and I think he's he gonna is. Beat, I think he's going to beat Moreno. Who wins this fight, Lauren? I think you're right. I think it'll be Pantoja. Whoa. When did they fight though? How long ago were these fights? It was like five five eight, years. But Moreno five years but, here, but here's what concerned me a little bit. Moreno, they, they made a camp for him in Vegas. He has his own camp. Uh and when people start having their own camps, I feel like it's a, that's the first <laughs> it's never good when you have your own camp. Uh yeah. you, bringing, <laughs> you start bringing in people, especially just to that you could beat up. Like, like when has that ever worked out? It, Interesting. I can't think of. I mean, maybe Colby with the MMA Masters, but but even that, like, he's not the champion. Uh, he had his own camp out in Arizona, right? That's like his gym, isn't it? Who uh, Cejudo? Yeah, yeah, but he has the the Pitbull brothers, and then he he had Korean Zombie, and then he had like Joe. I mean, it just seemed like these other. It's like I was watching this countdown special. Like, oh, Moreno has a top secret camp in in Las Vegas, and I'm like, oh god. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Robert Whitaker is fighting Dreykus Duplessis. This dude gets to shipping out of him every fight and then comes back and wins. He it happened against Derek Brunson. Um, it happened against Darren Till. And eventually that is not a good strategy for winning. Fights. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I like Robert Whitaker in this fight. Lauren? I love me some Robert Whitaker. There's another family dude for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill? Yeah, same. I love Whitaker. Uh, Dan Hooker, who, thank God he won his last fight because he was on like a five fight losing streak. And he fought oh, some shit. guy that went for like 90 heel hooks every time. That he, <laughs> the guy went for like a rolling heel hook every single time, which. I, um, Wait, who went, for, who went for the heel hook? The, the, was the guy? last guy he fought, he fought this guy, Claudio Puelas. Uh, oh, he, went, he went for like 30 rolling heel hooks uh, every every single time. And to his credit, all his wins were by heel hook. But Really? Um, In the UFC? No. Yeah, knee bars, I think. Yeah, knee bars, right? Knee bars. Uh, but, you know, a good coach is going to know. Uh, have you ever fought a guy, someone, Lauren, that you like, okay, this person's a specialist and we got to just prepare for that? Uh, let me think about that. Not really. Not like that. Not like a Ryan Hall or like, yeah. I, I can't even think of anybody in women's MMA that's that specialized. 
Uh, yeah, when's the last time a woman got a heel hook in a UFC contest? I've well, never it, seen that. It used to be. It used to be that girl who uh, who got divorced. Who's hot? Mackenzie uh, Dern. Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who, by the way, I like. You know, I, I met her and her ex husband, and the guy was the nicest guy. He was like this surfer guy, half yeah. black, had like a cool afro thing going. Cute girl. And then I'm like, you know, you meet people you're like, oh, this is the perfect couple. Like, this is this is the perfect couple. Uh, kind of Joe and Lauren about, like, I think, are almost the perfect couple. But I could also see that they're both kind of like they probably get into some crazy fights, right? Uh, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> so, but th then they get divorced, and this girl, her, she had like, she went from having like a like a a two pack to like a fucking eight pack. She started, my wife knew, because I'm like, I don't think they're together anymore. We looked at their Instagram, and it was just her showing her ass and like 19 photos in a row. And my wife's like, oh, he definitely cheated, because that stuff, oh, that's one of those things. She's like twerking in every video. So it yeah. turns, out, turns out, I guess, he was, according to the TikTok, which, you know, is very reliable, and some guy, he was like emotionally abusive, but she was hitting him. And now... I don't know if this is true, all allegedly. And now she's paying child support, like 5000 a month or something to him. So everyone's like, oh, what an asshole. And other people are like, fucking, he should get a statue for this. And about about <laughs> time. And he's our hero. Men's rights. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, thoughts on this? <laughs> on Mackenzie's divorce? Yes. I know it's very important. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but, but by the way, the thing you said about Instagram, it's so it's so true. You'll see all these photos, like couple photos, and all of a sudden a post will be like just an inspirational quote about overcoming pain and hardship. You're like, oh, that's when the breakup happened. Yes. And they it's, broke yeah, up like, they it's almost like Back to the Future broke. when like – they look at the pictures and all of a sudden the person disappears. Remember, like, that's, that's like the, exactly it's like so the funny. same photo, but that person's not there anymore, you know? Like, <laughs> what the fuck did that happen? Um, but yeah, so Mackenzie Dern, um, and then another another thing that's going on is Brian Ortega, who like the first time I, I, I met Ortega, like, I felt so stupid because I was walking to a fight, I was like by myself, and I go, Look, this. But I, I didn't say it to myself. I was Ortega. And I almost walked into somebody while looking over at him. And then somebody like kind of snuffed me, like, like, watch where you're going. And then him and Ortega had like a laugh. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck these. Like, I felt like like the, the nerd kid that like dropped his food on his, like in front of the whole, you know, mess hall. But so, <laughs> cafeteria. so yeah, so then Ortega had been like rumors. He was banging Halle Berry. He was banging some other girl. I think like Demi Lovato back when, uh, before she had her makeover. Uh, and then I'll say that <laughs> try, try to be polite in this. And then he was banging this ex girl, Tracy Cortez, who's just like, like a 10 out of 10, right? So then I don't know if you've been following this bill. It's very, very big. So now they broke up, right? And everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's happy about this. And then Ortega tweets out, hey, did everyone think that I fumbled the ball? I didn't fumble it. I dropped it on purpose. I spiked it and I moved on, right? Um, oh my God. So yeah. So then she writes like, I've taken the high road about this. Oh no. And then what's his name hits, comes in here. Uh, that guy, you know what I'm talking about. The Paulo. Paulo Costa. So Paul Costa posts a picture of him and Ortega and he's got like his hand on her ass and he's like, 
and I guess it was a joke because he's got a girlfriend who was with the next picture, like, fuck you, like, like this is not funny. Because then everyone starts writing, like, Costa's fucking, t- like, yay, Paula Costa. And, and it's just <laughs> all this drama on Twitter, but uh, I don't know. Like, But you know what? It's funny because I remember what you, Ortega, before you're like, how does he get so many women? How could he not? He no. is hot. He is okay. objectively There's hot. There's a lot of objectively hot guys. What happens is, Here's what happens, Bill, and and I'm sure Lauren will, will attest to this. It's like the Pete Davidson effect, right? You you always get the hot girl first, like the the Kim Kardashian or whoever he had, and then every other hot girl competes with that girl. It's, it's like, like trickle down economics it's, with women, dude. It's like back when I used to uh, when I was a stripper in a play, right? But it was like a Tony Tina's wedding, and you know, and it was real people involved uh, that you didn't know was in the play. I would always get like the hot girl and then other girls, they didn't want me, but they wanted to show the other girl like, Oh, I could get him. It's like a, a handbag that like yeah. some other, <laughs> these people are accessories that Ortega's an accessory, Davidson and all these chicks want to have the hot fucking handbag of the moment. It's not about Ortega. Yeah. It's about beating out the other chick. Am I right, Lauren? You know, you might, you might have a point. There's certain women out there that definitely are like that, but also Pete Davidson must have a hell of a personality. It has to be that because uh, yeah, he must be just hung like a horse. Cause I can't, I can't see what the attraction is about. I don't, I don't get it. I think what happens also is he's one of these guys that when he first starts dating a girl, he spends like nine hours on the phone with them just dumping all this trauma on them and, but then making them feel special. And then these girls want to save him and they get emotionally invested in him. And then he, he threatens to kill himself. And it's just, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. (laughs) Are Um, you making that up? Is that a true? Is that, I don't know if he threatens to kill himself, but he's in a hospital right now as we speak. Is he really? Yeah. He's back. No way. Really? He's back in a mental hospital. Um, Oh, I think it's because Matt Reif got famous. Probably. He fucking stole his, uh, his thunder. Um, Maybe he's a sex addict. Yeah, I mean, he's getting some good fucking sex. That's that's the thing. Um, <laughs> somebody was talking about like a sex addict is like, it's like, is it really an addiction if you pay for it uh, to have it, you know? But so, so all right. So Jalen Turner, uh, he's a guy that was scared of spiders. And then he all of a sudden had to overcome his fear. So he went out and got like 400 tarantulas and he breeds them. He's a black dude that bleed, that breeds tarantulas as a hobby. Um, That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> no, it does not. I I, it, I just love the idea that the thing that you're afraid of, you become like an expert in it. Right, right, right. It's like you know, that's like how how they become an expert in stinky vaginas. Uh, <laughs> but, so. Adam becomes like a gynecologist and is like messing yeah, around and. You know, fucked up pussy all day long. You're not kidding about that. Um, and not the, my, my wife has a perfect pussy, by the way. I mean, no, I don't want I don't want anyone to try to ask her for pictures or. But you know, I I could not be with someone with a, a smelly vagina. That would just because it's like you got to bring it up, you know, and it's hard to bring it up to somebody. Um, so Bo Nickel, so uh, Bo Nickel, I don't know if you know about this guy, Bill. He was a wrestling. Yeah, prophet. we we interviewed. We had him on the. On the show, right? No, we never had him. We had other guys that were uh we have Bryce Mitchell, Bo we Nickel. We never had Bo. So Bo he huh. was like NCAA champion, I think three or four times. Amazing. He would have made the Olympics, but David Taylor was like the best ever, and that was the one guy in his weight class. And he's super cocky, super arrogant, 
guy that's like, bring on the best guys in the world. Bring on Chemayev. Bring on Israel. No, we uh, did have him. He was shirtless and drinking a beer, and we talked about his, his match with Gordon Ryan. No, that wasn't him. That was I like that guy though. That wasn't that wasn't him. No, that, that was, wasn't. Uh, okay, sorry. That was the guy that got lost in his last Bellator fight. He got knocked out. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. But I love that guy. But he's not. But he trained with Bo Nickel. Oh, that's that's why. Um, so but, Bo, Bo looks like he's unstoppable, right? Oh, his last yeah, fight. He, did. he came out with a spinning wheel kick. His last fight, which was terrible. Um, <laughs> and then he need the guy in the balls accidentally <laughs> and then submitted him. So, but. He 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 went up against Gordon Ryan a couple times in uh, jiu-jitsu, and he tossed Gordon Ryan on his head, uh, yeah. but lost a jiu-jitsu match, but ended up like holding his own times 10. So he's fighting this guy who took the fight on four days' notice, this guy Val Woodburn, who is a 13-to-1 underdog. Um, it's like plus 1,300, right? Is that how he – and the guy is from Brazil. I think he's Brazilian. He He's huge. I watched a couple of his fights. I, I don't know. I mean, the smart money is obviously on Bo Nickel, but Bo Nickel, they train for somebody else. And this no one knows anything about this guy other than he's 7-0. Lauren, have you ever heard of this guy, Val Woodburn? No, I never heard of him. Um, this might be a fun, I don't know. What's his, ba- what's his background? What's Woodburn's background? Is it jiu-jitsu? Man, let me see. Hold on. Uh, I still at this point, I will still pick the wrestler over the jujitsu guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, but, but we know Nickel never been hit before. We have no idea if this guy could take a punch. Joe said uh, Bo Nickel ain't game planning for shit. He's just gonna go out there and do what Bo Nickel does. <laughs> uh, I mean, we have no idea if this guy could. We have no idea now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome. Convenient meals for sunny, active days. I I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Not number two, number one. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. Well, with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The Factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, Their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's that's, that's nothing. That's You burn that off, I don't know, jogging, all right? You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. We'll try the Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get, get rough. Look, look at these guns, people, all right? So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's, she's teething right now. 
uh, but she's she's adorable. All right, no more biting. We got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And check out Factor right now. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? So I'm going to bet. I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.com. FanDuel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. Want to bet? That's where you go. Okay, so Combrat Valentin Woodburn. So here's one of his fights from eight months ago. Uh, I'm going to show you guys his fight. Uh, for combat night. So here we go. Let me know what you guys think. So not not him. It's this other guy. <laughs> I mean. I wouldn't want to fight that guy. Look at that guy. The guy in the right? Yeah. The black belt. He's a monster. Yeah, he's fighting Bo Nickel. Um, got big legs. Uh, so let's see how he does. He's got green hair. Yeah, but. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. But that also looks like. Let's see. Okay, so here we go. Look how he's pretty strong. Look, uh, obviously we have no idea. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me see some highlights. Uh, He's, I think Bo would have already taken him down. Yeah. Like, and the time it took to show us this video, Bo already has him on the ground. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Very desperate shot. He's hurt. So here's him when he wins the fight. Wesley he just knows. keeping that, that hand trap. And now he's One. in trouble. He's always just able to find himself out of trouble. Uh... All right, so we don't really know much about him, uh, other than he's good at hugging. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, and also this right. is probably like a non-Usada fight. You know what I mean? Because yeah. his shoulders look pretty round. Right, but that's five, five days. Do you even get tested, Lauren? Talk, talk to me. Do you get tested in five uh, days? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, actually, how does that work if Usada's on short notice? 
I mean, they're going to test him for the fight. They'll test him, like, the day of the fight, the night of. But it's not going to come in on time. No, if it turns out positive, they'll just, like, overturn the results. But uh, Bo's going to beat him anyway, so it won't matter. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) I think the UFC's like, whatever, just put a warm body in there with him and (laughs) get get him back on another card quick. Then we got Robbie Lawler versus Nico Price, which is on the undercard. Um, I think this is Robbie. I thought Robbie Lawler ret- retired. Uh, I think so did he. Um, this fight is, <laughs> yeah, he's twenty nine and sixteen. Nico Price is. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, Adam? How are you? How are man? you, man? Congrats on everything. Oh, thanks Congrats a lot, brother. Your academy. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a busy year for us, man. But uh, we're excited. Good problems to have being this busy, you know. So Joe is a Navy SEAL. And uh, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> has like forty-seven confirmed kills. Um, yeah, let's run with that. That sounds hey, great. Hey Joe, is anyone in your life more charming than Henzo Gracie? Dude, Henzo, like, there's not a. If you don't like Henzo Gracie, something's wrong with you. That guy's just super kind. You know. Yeah, he makes everyone feel like they're the most important person in the world. What a very just incredibly friendly guy to into everyone. You know, like not yeah. like when the camera's on, like when it's convenient. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The best. That one fight where he broke his arm and kept fighting. Have you see that? Yeah, legendary. The guy just that's the only off. that's the only picture he has in his office is him with Sakuraba with his broken arm. <laughs> it's like the only picture of his any of his fights in his uh his New York office. That's Man, bad. what a moment. That's badass. So Nico, I think Nico Price has five kids. And he got suspended for marijuana at one point. If you got five kids, you should be required to take marijuana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give that guy a break. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a! Um, he's fighting Robbie Lawler. Who do you like in that fight, Joe? Between Nico and Robbie, man, Robbie's so tough to ever pick against. That guy's just a legend, you know. But uh, that legendary status usually comes with coming to the end of your career. Nico's ran into a couple of pretty tough ones lately too, though. Uh, I love how dynamic Nico is. Like you know, he's got that crazy knockout off his back twice. He got a knockout with a hand yeah. fist off his back, oh, and then yeah. an up kick knockout. Uh, really, really uh, dangerous guy from everywhere. I think it's maybe Nico's time to be on the come up. I'm going with Nico Price on that one. Yeah, I think maybe you're right. Robbie looked great against Nick Diaz, but that was not the same Nick Diaz that right. we've seen. Um, now, uh, also Alonzo Menafield, you ever train with him? I have not. Oh, he's he's fighting this week. He's he's a ex football player. He went to like five different group homes. Uh, adopted. Great. He's got Pat Barry in his corner. I think. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got Pat Barry in his corner. Yeah, no, Pat Barry called me one time because I wanted to have Alonzo at the MA Awards. And I'm like, fuck, I, I made one too many Rose jokes about <laughs> And then it was like, Adam, what's up? I'm like, uh, and he's like, yo, uh, hey. I see you're trying to reach Alonzo. I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thought you reached the limit, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, now, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, the important one. The important Dude, fight. What weight is that fight going to be at, first of all? Because isn't Mark Zuckerberg, he weighs like 150 pounds, and Elon yes. Musk weighs like 250 pounds. No, Elon Musk is on Ozempic now, so he's he's slimmed down quite a bit. He's, he's on Ozempic? What's that? A, you don't know what Ozempic is? What is no. that? It's a drug that every woman in Hollywood is taking that makes people puke their guts out and lose like 20 pounds in like a month. Sounds great. Yeah, that sounds... Wonderful. <laughs> but that's what that's what Elon Musk is on, apparently. Laura, are those new tattoos? Uh, this one is. I got a snake up on my arm. Um, I don't know if you can see him. That's my guy, though. He's on my vine now. Oh, wow. 
And he comes around and he, he's biting my hand. Wow. That's so, interesting. How many, how many, how, how many mushrooms were you taking when you got that? <laughs> 37. Nice. Do, do you think the Musk fight is going to happen for real? Do you think it's really going to happen? Yes. Well, Elon Musk's mom said he, he's not allowed to do it. Um, his mom chimed in. But I, it's just funny that like Twitter's breaking. Everyone's mad. And then he's posting pictures of him and GSP training together. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this guy, like, this is ridiculous. Um, I hope Musk mom, said no, though, huh? His mom said that, Mrs. Musk. But, you know, he's got 10 kids with like three different women. What? And really? Kids. Yeah. Good one Lord. of them is one of them is trans and he doesn't talk to him. Um, Dude, talk about paying child support. How much child support do you think he pays every month? Oh my god! Well, he has it, and he and he goes the 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 the, the trans kid won't talk to him, and then he goes, "Well, can't win them all." That's what he said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's so great to be autistic. Like seriously, I mean, uh, so Elon Musk, and then now according now, J Logan Paul said he wants to do MMA against Patty Pimlet on the undercard. Which is also you got a two hundred pounder versus a a one fifty five pounder. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends which Patty Pimblet we're talking about. Is Patty Pimblet the two hundred pounder? If Patty Pimblet uh, shows up at two hundred pounds, does he still beat <laughs> Logan Paul? You think? <laughs> Have we seen Logan Paul do an MMA fight at all? No, but he's he's got good boxing and very good wrestling. Yeah, uh, he was a college wrestler, right? He made not really. He made it. He wrestled for like one year in college, but he oh. was like, but he plays third or fourth in the state of Ohio, which is a really good state for wrestling. So I mean, he's, you know, it's better. Than, it's probably better than most people in the UFC. His wrestling credentials, just just straight wrestling. Um, yeah. But uh, does Patty Pimble still win that fight? What do you think, Lauren? Uh, no. I don't. Whoa. I don't think Patty Pimble wins Paul. that. You think Logan Paul in his first MMA fight, never had an amateur fight, still beats Patty Pimlet? What's Patty going to do to him? Crawl up his back and choke him, maybe? Was he going to box with him? He's going to kickbox with Logan Paul, who outweighs him by 50 pounds and has like fairly good striking? Because I don't, he I gonna, don't, How's he going to get him to the ground? I think he has no kicking. I don't know if he has good kicking. Um, yeah, that would be kind of funny to see him kick. I haven't seen him kick either. But yeah, he's a good athlete. I mean, he's in WWE. You, you think Patty wins? You think Patty? How does Patty beat Logan Paul? I think Adam made the best possible point. That dude's never had a single MMA fight in his life. We're talking about <laughs> someone in the fucking UFC. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, because that hasn't happened yet. None of these stunt fights have been a current UFC fighter versus. One of these celebrities, right? Oh, it's that, well, That's no, true. It, the CM Punk did. CM Punk did. The CM Punk came right into the UFC. Never, and then we saw how that well uh, went. And it, look it, how that went. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, if if first of all, if Jake Paul knocks out Nate Diaz in their boxing match in August, I think I'm done with combat sports. Oh like, my I god! <laughs> I know. Come on. Like, I didn't, I are they still going to fight in Texas? Because I know there was a thing where like Nate wanted to change what state it was in because Texas is so strict on marijuana. I don't think I'll watch. I think I'm done. I don't think I'm, I'm going to get right into I'm going to go into like music. I'll be my hobby. My hobby. <laughs> You're gonna, are you going to become a rapper? I, I don't think I can watch combat sports anymore. I honestly, <laughs> I, can, 
I don't think I could like the but world would make no sense to me. I mean, there's things that like make no sense, like Jay Moore dating Jeannie Buss. Like there's still things that make no sense to me, but that that would just be the worst. I don't think I would I would be de- I was depressed when Tyron Woodley got knocked out by Jake Paul. Yeah, I was, I was more depressed than Tyron Woodley was. Like I, <laughs> like there's a good chance that he could knock out Nate Diaz in a boxing match too. Good chance. I mean, there's a great chance it's gonna yeah. happen. I mean, yeah. he's a, oh, what you think he's gonna beat Nate Diaz in a boxing match, but he can't beat Patty Timblet in a. No, we're talking about Jake Paul. Either way, yeah, because I think MMA. I think I think the one thing that these, yeah, I think the one thing that these fights have proven is that boxing oh, is that boxing. Boxing and judo, but boxing is one of the least things that you need to win MMA fights because yeah. uh, that's why Ben Askren gets knocked out by Jake Paul. But in an MMA fight, Ben Askren destroys him, you know? Um, yeah. But I, but the Nate Diaz thing, out of all the, all the cool mo- Nate Diaz moments, like you just think of Nate Diaz coming out with a Tupac still balling and then, you know, tapping Kurt Pellegrino and uh, making a, you know, muscles while doing it, while he has them in a triangle and, and beating up Jim Miller and beating up all, like just all these cool, when the Conor McGregor fight, which I was there at when he's getting his ass kicked and he comes back and just all of that. And then you're going to fucking have him lose to this fucking kid. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just not fair. It's really, it's not fair. Um, what about John Jones, Tyson Fury? Oh, in a boxing and Tyson, in an MMA fight? MMA. Oh, yeah. John oh, Jones. in an MMA fight, John Jones, like without yeah. even hardly breaking a sweat. Yeah, Lauren, how do you do against sparring female boxers that are pro boxers? Uh, if we're just boxing, then they, usually they beat me up. Like if we're just boxing, then they're far better boxers than I am. But if we start doing MMA, then I'll be shooting takedowns right away. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, clinching yeah. and fucking doing takedowns, and then it's like then they get the shit beat out of them. So it just depends what it's skill set we're doing but yeah if i try to box a boxer it's not a good day for me so you got into a bathing suit and now you're in a car are you aqua woman <laughs> like, like i don't i don't understand what's going on right now like i thought you were going to a pool but now you're like in a are you, are you in a bathing suit or are you in a sports bra are you- i'm in a actually i'm in a ufc uh like a ufc gear like a ufc tank top and i'm on my way to practice right now got it got it got it now now you got yeah. implants when you were like 19 right you were young you got implants uh, I was older. I was like 26. Because my wife has implants and she says I have to like refinance them. Like I have to fix them up. <laughs> um, and like, yeah. like how, how many years do you have to do? Do you have to redo them? Um, they like, when I first got mine, they said that you have to redo them like every 10 years or so, but I've had mine for like 14 or 15 years and I still really like them. So Oh, good. And we, 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 we can take that part out. I don't want to, I don't know if people know you have implants. <laughs> Just let, let me know. I don't want to. Uh, he didn't even miss a beat and answer I, that question. Uh, I literally could not fucking care less. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think people know about your implants. I, it's not like a well-known thing. Um, so, you know, uh, a lot of people, like, need. everyone needs to know. I need to let everyone know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody, like a lot of athletes have implants. A ton yeah. of female athletes have yeah. implants. There's yeah. a documentary on uh, American Gladiators on Netflix, and they were talking about that. They're like, when you're that muscular as a woman, you need the implants. Otherwise, it just looks weird. Yeah. 
Now, yeah. now when, yeah. you fought, when you fought Misha Tate and you were on top, did you feel them rubbing together um, at all? Or, or... I, uh, I never got on top of her. Uh, we were in the we were in the clinch a little bit, but uh, no, I, I I wasn't thinking about my breasts or hers at that moment. I was just trying to win. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. That was a huge win, by the way. That was like uh, I feel like the they were trying to really push Misha on that. I think they were like trying to like UFC, like Misha was trying to, they were putting her as the, as like the A side. And yeah, I think you really spoiled, spoiled the, uh, the party on that one. Do you feel that way? I know. I feel like that's like the story of my career is like spoiling people's parties and like kind of shining through when people think I won't, you know what I mean? So that was a cool one. That was a good win too, because it wasn't close, you know, it was so yeah. clean and like, Everything just went so well. Like nobody cared about it. Be like, oh, I don't know. I thought Misha won. Like nobody could do that. So it was. It was a good, good night. Good memories. Now, now, is your friend Aurora a real person? Because she has this friend, right? Who is like Bill? She's beautiful, and she's always like in the woods or like on a mountain, and there's flowers <laughs> everywhere. And, and her name is Aurora, and there's like there's like a like a like a weird. I don't know band playing behind her and every time uh she fights aurora comes up and like they're best friends but i never actually know if this person really exists um oh you haven't met her she's like a pixie you know she's like a fairy godmother yeah you know? <laughs> is she, she a is, fighter yeah, too she's a real person she's a great person so actually you'll have to like uh bring us on the show she's so fucking smart too so is she a fighter no mm -mm. she's a lover not a fighter yeah, yeah, she's from Alaska. Both of them are like hippies from Alaska. Uh, <laughs> and and she was there for uh, Lauren when, when Lauren was going through her hard times. And I think she probably partied too pretty hard back. She was like that cool girl in high school that was like into the Grateful Dead, but like hot. Uh, <laughs> and it was like smoking stuff that no one ever heard of. Um, <laughs> she probably dated a guy who was like 30 at the time. And she was like yeah. 17. <laughs> and he was and in you the hated her, but you had a crush on her, but you hated her. Yeah, yeah. And everyone <laughs> everyone liked her, but you just no one could get her because she was just, just always talking about shit that was way too deep for you. But, you know, like you were trying to like hook up with her at a party and she's like, so what's the meaning of life? And then you're like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not going to deal with this. You know, <laughs> this is too deep for me. I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, so who are you fighting next? I don't know. I'll probably probably fight next year uh and i just you know whoever's in the top 10 at the time it's kind of a cool time like to be a flyweight because the division is getting really deep and it's really exciting and we have a ton of like ton of good fighters in it so um i need to get these businesses here in texas established and then i have some like uh jujitsu goals i want to achieve i want to go to worlds this year i want to try and win oh, hands nice. world yeah, so that'll be that's my goal for jujitsu this year, and I keep putting it off to fight. And like this year, I'm like, no, fuck it, I got time. I'm gonna try to win my jujitsu jujitsu worlds this year, and then early next year I'll fight. That's awesome. Well, mm -hmm. I'm always gonna be your biggest fan. I wear my Lucky Lauren shirt uh, everywhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm I'm the biggest fan of you and your husband. You guys and uh, and how's how's Max? Dude, he's doing really good. He's up in Alaska, just. He's adulting, you know, he's like 22. He just turned 22 and he's like figuring it out, man. So wait, who, is Max your kid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have a 22 year old kid. I thought you were like 32. Dude, he's like older than some of the people in the UFC. If he had, listen, 
if Max has a kid anytime soon, then I'll be the first grandma in the UFC. Nice. Wow. wow. Yeah. Luckily, he well, he doesn't have a girlfriend, so luckily, I don't I don't think anybody's gonna turn up pregnant for a while. But I'm just saying, like that that would be crazy. That would be my luck too. You That'd know, be good to marketing. Be the first you'll, be, you'll be the BGF, the baddest grandmother fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandmother fucker. That, so, uh, Bill, what do you got coming up? Oh, well, I'll be uh, headlining the Reno Laugh Factory the 13th through 16th. If any, f- there are a lot of fighters up in Reno, right? Yeah. Fight fans? There are. Yeah. And then what, uh, any uh, TV shows coming up? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm doing not for a while, but the prequel to uh to to Yellowstone comes out in the fall, and then um the other two on HBO. If you want to see me bold, looking crazy, that's awesome. And then what happened? Somebody tried to fight you, and you you threatened them. You you you're on. You're like I'm a, a black belt on stage. What happened? At the no. Laugh Factory? I, no, no. It was just it was you know I I hire these guys from the Philippines to do to do my bit my clips because I'm just I just can't bother looking at them. Yeah. And then they just put this stuff up and it was like the dumbest bit where someone says something. I go, hey, shut the fuck up. And then a bunch of people commented, that's how you do it when you're a jujitsu black belt. <laughs> but I was like, ah, what? <laughs> no. Uh, well, I, 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 have never, I have a guy. So anyway. Has it ever come in handy be, being being a, 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 a trained for you in terms of a heckler? Have you ever had to like dismantle a heckler? Um, no, I've, I've, I've gotten to a fight with a fight with a comic who punched me in the face after I got off stage and then I beat the shit out of him. Uh, yeah. and then I also beat no up a way. comic. Yeah. then I also beat up a comic in Africa, um, but on a military tour, uh, which this guy just kept fucking picking on me and picking on me. And he said, call me all these names. And I was like, dude, I took his hat and snuffed him. And then I over undered him and just like hip tossed him on his head. And I was like, who's a bitch now? And then the troops have to break it up. And then the sergeant Haggerty took us. This is in Djibouti, Africa. Took us in a bathroom, and he's like, "I'm going to treat you like my boys. Maybe they're going to take your money or punch you in the stomach." So he punches both in the stomach. Um, but the guy was like, "I deserve that." So uh, I've had more fights with comedians than actual. Who audience. was who was this comic in Africa? Oh my God. This guy named Little Bro. It was Little Bro. Was, and then afterwards, he stopped. He never fucked with me after that. Of so, course, not. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Lauren, enjoy the weekend. Bill, you're the best. I'll see you guys later. Bye bye. Thanks a lot, Adam. Talk Love to you guys, you guys. soon.